Testing, testing, this is a check-in for all dads out there. Working late trying to provide for your family, we see you. Trying to be the best role model for your kids, we feel you. Overwhelmed with responsibilities and expectations on the job, at home, and in the community, same here. This isn't a pity party. Women go through it too. They're just better at finding support groups. Our role as dads is crucial to this world, and we have to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others. Because the stats aren't kind to kids that grow up without us. And it's not just about being there, it's about being present, in the moment. Bio dads, bonus dads, whichever you are, you matter. On the Impact Dad podcast, we talk emotional, physical, and financial growth. This is a place for us, and we're here to lift each other up. That's the new cool for 2020 and beyond. I'm Aaron James, and welcome to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to another podcast episode. It's your boy, AJ, and I am very pumped to have here in the studio with us uh, my good friend, Dante Lewis, and we are going to jump into some crazy, crazy stuff here today. But uh, first off, I just want to welcome everybody to the podcast and uh, glad to have you with us. What we talk about on this podcast is all about passive income, and today... There's there. I, I don't think I could have a better guest on than this gentleman. Let me tell you just a little bit about him and then I'll have him uh, kind of fill in the blanks. But um, I, I met uh, Dante. Actually, it's been under a year since I, I met Dante. So um, uh, I was introduced to, to him by somebody else. And he he struck me as somebody he really inspired me. He's a young guy. And this is, it always makes me feel a little bit jealous because uh, I got into looking at passive income for the first time at the age of 24 and had some challenges with it. You guys know my story, but uh, this is a gentleman that came into the industry. I'm not sure when he came into the industry, but by the age of 26, uh, he was now at a multi six-figure income. And so uh, I loved hearing him share his story. Uh, He's very uh, charismatic. You'll get to see that here in just a, a second, but glad to have him here to share with you a little bit about the journey and creating passive income for himself. Dante, welcome to the show, sir. Uh, pleasure, pleasure, bro. Thank you, AJ. I appreciate you having me on. Man, I have I have fired up about this. Of course, you know I, nobody was privy to our little our pre session, but uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to to everything that's going to come out here today. But do me a favor, just I know you're down in Atlanta. Yes, sir. Um, fill in the blanks for us. Tell us what we need to know about you in order to really receive what you got for us today. Uh, no problem. So, like you just said, I'm 26 years old. Uh, I got started in the industry actually at 18 years old. So I got started about um, like a little over eight years ago. Uh, so I got started with a, uh, the energy drinks uh, back in the day, the orange ones, if anybody remembers. Uh, and for me, uh, I was just coming out of high school and I didn't really know much about the industry at all. It was my first exposure to the industry and anybody being able to like the in- entire idea of passive income, the entire idea of direct sales. Uh, I didn't know anything about that in any way, shape or form um, until uh, I was uh, 2012, I believe, uh, when I first got exposed. And then from there, I actually saw and met some of the people in that company that I work with today, even though I didn't know that I would know them at that time. And uh, when I got started, I was witnessing 19, 20, 21 year old kids making 10K, 20K, 30K a month. And I'm like, is this real? You know what I mean? I'm from Philadelphia. So even I live in Atlanta right now, I grew up in the inner city of Philadelphia. Uh, My family comes from a middle, low class kind of environment. Uh, My dad did over 10 years being incarcerated. Uh, Most men in my family have some kind of stint um, um, with the law in a negative way. So for me, uh, this is like groundbreaking information that there's a way to be able to create income outside of having to go put a resume in, get a background check and put a drug test in. Uh, So it was like a 
culture shock for me back then in 2012, um, even though it took me a while to, to put the pieces together to become successful my, myself. But that's where everything started was getting exposed to the industry then uh, and then growing to where it is that we are now. So so for those that are, you know, we, we said we were going to talk about some pass, passive income, but for those of you that are not familiar, uh, we're talking about the network marketing industry. And so uh, I, I, I remember thinking that the first time myself, like, if this is so real, how come I didn't learn about this in school? And that was a, a big deal for me. You know, my dad was successful. I, he had never taught me anything about this kind of stuff. So I was very, very skeptical at first. And so how did you break through to where you are today? First of all, congratulations on your success. I mean, that's, that's amazing at 26 uh, to be able to have the kind of income that you do. Uh, how did you break through to even get to that point? Uh, thank you, bro. I appreciate it again. Um, and, and the breakthrough for me happened much after I actually joined the industry. Uh, I was terrible the first few years, honestly. Uh, sometimes I see some of my old Facebook messages I used to send out to people and I'm like, wow, like he's a very unskilled rookie uh, in the game. Uh, but it's just funny. It makes you cringe, people. right? You already know, message somebody, send them a link. And as soon as you talk to them, like just, just the kid stuff. Uh, but it took me um, I ended up quitting that company after not having success. And what I learned in that in that process of me quitting was that one, I hadn't become the person that could attract the kind of success that I wanted. Uh, so because I wasn't that person yet, I got frustrated. I said, you know what? I'd rather go to college and party and hang out. I'm gonna go that route and kind of jumped back into the corporate structure of life. And uh, which is interesting is that my parents uh, wouldn't pay for college for me at all. So they weren't going to pay for any of the money. They weren't going to sign the FAFSA paperwork. They weren't going to do any of those things. They said, you want to go to school? You're grown. Figure it out. And I'm like, OK, so I ended up having to, uh, to work. And by the way, and sometimes that is the best thing, but it's frustrating when it happens, right? Absolutely. I'm so grateful that they did that. But at the time, I was frustrated. Put a little wrench in our relationship for a temporary period of time. Um, but it taught me, it allowed me to see the value of school on the front end. Like a lot of times kids go to school and because they don't have to pay it off because of the loans, they're yeah. not thinking about that money when they're going to class. But for me, on the other hand, I was working, I was uh, doing some things that were risking my freedom to order to be able to create income. So that way I can pay for school. So that way I can then go ahead and get a good job. And it was like, for me, I was like starting to see why would I pay $3,000 a semester to go get education to then go get hired by somebody else to only maybe make more than what I even paid for the education. And like, this is me realizing this at 19 and 20 though, AJ, I'm like, whoa, like, is the world backwards? Like, why does everybody just do it? Like, it, it was it was crazy. And yeah. for me, I ended up dropping out of school after my sophomore year, once I kind of really started to resonate with this. And I started to see uh, some of my friends who were seniors graduating, working jobs that they didn't like when they graduated. And I'm like, dude, I can go work that job right now. I don't need to go pay 20 more grand to go to school. So it's like, okay, I'm out of here. Uh, and I went and I moved uh, down to Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, if you never lived in Ocean City, Maryland, shout out to everybody who's out there. It's a lot of uh, great seafood. I love seafood. I'm a big blue and a shrimp guy. Uh, so uh, I lived out there and I was working. I jumped right back into the workforce, worked as a server. Like you said, I'm very charismatic. So I like people. I enjoy being around people. And I like instant gratification. I like doing something and getting the reward for it. So serving tables was able to let me walk out of the building every day with money in my hand. Now, what I was doing with said money I was making terrible decisions. <laughs> I was making horrible decisions. <laughs> what had happened was. <laughs> Man, it was, it was just some really bad choices that I made, but it, it allowed me to learn just such a real lesson. Like this is leading to such a serious breakthrough. Um, and when I was in Maryland, uh, I started working as a server. And then at the end of the summer, 
uh, my boss was like, hey, listen, I'll bring you up as a manager if you want to stay here full time and live here throughout the year as opposed to just the summer because it was like a beach town. And I'm mm-hmm. like, $40,000, man, I'm 21. I'll take that. I'm like, Let me hold that. So I'll right. be a full time manager. Uh, I was a general manager at 22 years old. I'm sorry, like 21 and a half years old. Uh, and then from there, uh, I had people working for us that were like 30 and 40. So I'm like, wow, I'm in a management position. And I'm like so much younger than everybody who's here. Um, but they they promoted me because I was working hard and I was there every day because I like making money. So it was like a, I, I like bought into the corporate structure. They're telling me I'm going to be a regional manager and like bounce up the ranks that they have in the company and things like that. Uh, and for me, uh, I, I sold out for it. I was working 50, 60 hours a week. Um, and then after about a year and a half, uh, the manager, uh, the owner called us into the office, all the managers, and he let us know that he was laying everybody off because he sold oh, it. Oh, man. And, uh, and uh, basically, we were going to have to file for unemployment and, and all those things. And I was like, what do you mean my job is gone? I'm like, bro, I've been working 50, 60 hours a week for a year and a half. I thought we had an agreement. Like it, w- it was, again, this are, these are realizations though that people don't realize until a COVID or something like that happens to where like your job can say, hey, listen, we're the boss and we made a better decision to do so X, Y, and Z. And, mm-hmm. and you realize that you're expendable in those moments. And it's like, not to say that every job has it out for you, but it was a wake up call to me to say, okay, well, college wasn't necessarily guaranteeing me anything. I worked my hardest at a job where I didn't do anything wrong and I didn't, nothing that I did resulted in me losing my job. So it was like something that was out of my control. And I realized at that moment that I can't leave myself to these devices anymore. I can't allow my future to be in the hands of somebody else who may make a decision that's best for them, but not best for me. And that's when uh, I, I realized to say, okay, you know what? I'm never working a job ever again. I ended up having my car repossessed. I had to move out of my apartment down there in Maryland. I had to move back in with mom at 22. I'm like, oh my hey, God. Listen, man, I, I feel like you ain't nobody unless you've had to do that at least once. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I like that. Make me feel a lot better about my struggle. Um, but, I, you know, I mean, I'm back on mom's cross crying and trying to figure things out and praying and like uh, really just lost and confused and uh so in my decision to not go back to to work um i started getting myself in some street pharmaceutical actions and i made some bad decisions and i ended up getting myself incarcerated and it was uh the wake-up call that i really needed um because while i was there i had a a gentleman come to me he gave me the book as a man thinketh by james allen and while i was in there i'm you know i have nothing to do but think and sit and (laughs) have the ability to process my own thoughts Uh, I started to read about how my mind is a garden and how uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he shall be in the words of Solomon. And and so many, it it was the first realization that the things that I'm putting into my mind and the things that I'm speaking about will be recreated or reproduced in my actual life. So I had to start like asking myself, well, what do I want in my real life? Like Don said, be clear. Like, what do you actually want? Why did you join that company in the beginning? Why did you go to college? Why did you like, why did you do those things? And it's like, okay, well, I wanted money. But in reality, I didn't want money. I just wanted enough time to go do what I wanted to do and have fun. And I'm like, okay, so I want time. That's the thing. Uh, That was the the click for me is that, okay, well, I don't really want money. I really want time. That's what I actually want. And I started to think about these things all, I'm talking about my entire time. Uh, And I'm like going back and forth with myself, okay, uh, I want to make money without having to sacrifice my time for or be judged about a situation that I'm in right now. As soon as I come home, um, the very next week when I got out of jail, I heard about Forex for the very first time in my life. And uh, immediately because of the, what I was already thinking in my head about trying to figure out a way to be able to create income for myself, but I'm having to sacrifice my time to get exposed to the largest financial market in the entire world in 2017. 
uh, and knowing that there was no background checks or no drug tests or no any of those things that could have held somebody else back uh, was 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 astonishing to me. And I immediately uh, was willing to sacrifice uh, everything to learn how to become proficient in just uh, just simply being able to day trade or being able to just personally be able to invest. Uh, and that goes outside of any networking company that goes outside uh, of anything else, because it was about me learning a skill that I could have forever that nobody could take away from me or fire me from or anything like that. And this is before I had a family this is before, you know, what I mean, this, this are decisions and things that happened prior to me now being a, a father and, and a leader of many and so many other great things was this realization that I had when this gentleman uh, who was literally 50, 60 years old, who was, I don't know why he was in jail, uh, gave me that book. And, and it really shifted who it is I believed I was. And I, and I started to understand so much more about life. But that book in 2017, in June, I got, uh, was, the, was the, 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 the shift for me. And that's amazing how, one, how, how shifts can come, right? I don't think in a million years, we, you would have drawn it up that way that, you know, a guy in jail, you know, helped you get your head on straight. But the other part of it that I always take away, and I love hearing people's stories, is you have to have already gone through the shit, right? You have to already have gone through some things to even be open. You know, they say that, you know, the, what is it? The, the saying, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear or whatever, whatever that phrase is. I think about a lot of times in my life where I've had somebody that was trying to help me to get my head on straight or trying to help me to look at a different path. And I was too stubborn, you know, and, um, you know, it, it makes me think back to this episode I listened to Les Brown when he was talking about the dog on the on the porch. I don't know if you've heard this, but he's talking about this dog that's moaning and groaning on the porch. The guy's like, why are you why is he doing that? He's like, well, he's he's laying on a nail. And he said, well, why doesn't he just move? And he said the nail doesn't hurt bad enough, hmm. you know, and once once something hurts bad enough, you know, once you've gone through enough experiences, then you can get your head on straight and be ready to make a move. So it sounds like you have made the move uh, in a big, big way. I, the last we talked about it, you, you had, what was it, 70 different countries that you have team members in now? Yes. Uh, so we have like a little over 9,000 clients in 70 different countries. Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. So, and these are, these are all clients of yours. So tell, tell me a little bit about that because you kind of alluded to this. I think it's a good segue you know, for my dads that are listening in, this is this has been always my sticking point, right? It's not how much gifts and presents that you can give to your kids. It's it's your presence, right? It's your time, you know, and you were seeking for, for time early on, but now you have a family. Tell us a little bit about the family and, and what is it what has been like for you to have this kind of income coming in? Uh, absolutely. I'm, I, obviously, I love my family so much. I'm in a new relationship. So I have a fiance. Uh, we'll be getting married. We're looking at November of 2022. Uh, so I proposed. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be there, by the way. I want to be there. Absolutely. I can't wait. It's going to be we had we wanted to extend it a little bit, too, so we could really have something because all these uh -huh. rules are going on right now. Um, but so we're, we're excited. Uh, we had DJ uh, August 21st of 2020. Uh, it was literally the same week that we actually bought our house out here in Atlanta. So we moved into the house and had the baby in the house in the very same week. It was an incredible experience. Uh, oh. Anybody who's ever closed on a home before with your fiance know how stressful that is. Imagine that with a nine month pregnant woman who knows that we have to have a baby in the house that we're now buying. So it's like a crazy. So, so no stress at all, right? No, no, no. just absolutely not. Uh -huh. Um, so, uh, yes, I have a beautiful fiance, beautiful baby boy. He's seven. He'll be seven months in four days. And uh, but but for me, my family, like my rules and my guidelines from family, a lot of them are really just based in the word of God and what it is I know to be true. 
um, for, for who it is that I am as a man. And, and as I drew closer um, to God, after I got came home, I, 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 he allowed me to see what manhood is really about and how to be able to put him um, on the throne and be able to understand that I'll never respect my wife if I don't respect myself and if I don't respect him. So it's like, I see things that I don't want in other people's relationships. And a lot of times it starts with the man not really being grounded and anchored in who he is. And if you're not anchored in what's going on and you don't hundred percent know, it's, it's going to be hard to lead a family, bro. And it's like that. When I talk to people come to me, ask me questions for advice. I'm like, because you're not grounded and don't really have clarity on who it is that you are, what is it that you stand for? What are the things you are and aren't going to do? It will make, I can see how it causes difficulty being in a relationship with another human being that you got to be with every day. And now you have the biggest responsibility in the world um, as a child. So it's like, as, as men, like get that clarity, bro. Like get that clarity and know who you are, know what it is, who you stand in, know why you're here. And, and if you don't know those things, you need to reach out to, to a mentor like an AJ or like myself uh, to, to, to have somebody to reach out and have have conversation with. Because men don't talk like this enough. You know what I mean? We just deal with no, stuff. It's, it's crazy. Not at all. It's not cool for most men, right? Not, they, at, all. not at all. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've got a, a ton of stuff that I want to talk to you about in terms of, you know, things that you've done inside of your business. But this is one thing that I've been trying out a little bit lately is to kind of break things up a little bit, right? We've given them some heavy stuff, right? We've talked about faith. We've talked about, you know, a little bit of um, uh, self-imprisonment or uh, incarceration. Mm -hmm. So let's, I, I want to, I've got two questions here for you. Okay. And these, these questions were chosen. <laughs> you're already laughing, right? So here's the deal, guess um, if you're listening into this podcast, uh, Dante does not know what I'm about to ask him, but I've got two questions here that will help us to understand you because I've, I've always heard, you know, they don't know how much you, they don't care how much you know until they know how much, whatever the phrase is, you know what I'm trying to say, right? But it's always nice to know who the person is that's about to give advice. And I've got a lot of things that I want you to give advice on here today, but these two questions, and you get to choose which one I'm going to ask you first. So Actually, no, you don't get to choose. I'm just going to ask. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Would you rather. Okay. Would you rather have to grow, hunt, and kill your own food or eat only Taco Bell for an entire year? Uh, I'll grow, hunt, and kill uh, because it's uh, one. Uh, my dad used to work at Taco Bell. He calls it Taco Hell. So it's like uh, he's told me some stories about some of the things that go on in them kitchens that like I haven't had Taco Bell. If it's not a churro or maybe a nacho fry, like I haven't had Taco Bell in years. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. So it's like I'll have to go and uh, I wouldn't mind trying to go raw vegan and trying to really grow some veggies and grow some. Like, I, I would be down to really try it. Me and my fiance are pretty experimentative. So. Uh, oh, so, so you you kind of cheating. You already got the vegan on the mind, man. That's not, uh, what, uh, that's not hunting, man. You can't can I go catch some crabs and kill them. I could do that, too. Like, well, yeah, you got that. You got the Ocean City experience. That's what, that's how you got that. But uh, OK, so that was that was an easy one for you. I, I did. I'm disappointed, man, because I thought it might take you a little bit longer, but you got you got an answer right off the bat. So no Taco Bell for you. Here's question number two. What is something that other people are obsessed with, but you just don't get the point of like, why? Why are they obsessed with this? Ooh, something that other people are obsessed with. So what are some of the things that other people are obsessed with? Um, that's a good question. So I want to pick something good. So what are something that people are obsessed with? I feel like people are, I mean, I, I'm, 
Hmm. And it does. And by the way, it does not have to be like a teaching moment, right? This is. Oh, no, I'm just thinking it good. I'm thinking of like what okay. is something that I would consider the masses obsessed with. Uh, I think that. People being obsessed, like for, for me, it, it blows my mind how obsessed uh, that we all are um, with, and this is not to be in a teaching moment, this is just the first thing that comes to me, is okay. like the need to feel or be entertained all the time. It's like, uh, I'm, I always see like, uh, like it's, it's so much more common to hear somebody say, oh, let's link up and let's watch Netflix together or let's go to the game or let's watch the game or let's like we're putting our energy on entertainment. But some of the best moments of my life, like the best moments ever, were not when I was getting entertained by anything. It was when I was actually like doing something or when I was actually like involved in something and like and like in it. But we seek or we reach out for entertainment, even even going out, like I'm going to like 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 big time party guys or party club. I used to be a club person, too, all the time. And I was seeking for that, like like what somebody else would deem to be fun. Or what, what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing as entertainment, as mm -hmm. opposed to like things that are like, like if you're weird, like for me, like I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of cooking on the grill. So it's like I get like I literally can I'd rather cook on the grill by myself and make some bomb. Like I've cooked a turkey on the grill on Thanksgiving, the whole bird on there. And like that was probably one of the most enjoyable moments of my life is feeding that food. Uh, and it's like it was better to me than the Thanksgiving football games that were on that day, though. You know what I mean? Because I, I couldn't catch any of the games because I, but you, but you would think though, when I was growing up, like my dad's like, you know, we're sitting down watching the game. We ain't doing nothing. We just hanging out right here. But it was like, I got so much fun out of like something that I consider a craft for me, which is cooking. And, and I feel like if people, like, it doesn't make sense to me why people don't like just go all in on those things that make that you feel enjoyment about that may not be like the normal or cool thing. Uh, that always throws me off. And maybe because I'm just so in an in industry that I'm in right now that I just notice when people aren't paying attention to their passions. Um, but it's it's like a just well that, that that does make some sense, you know, because like it sounds like what you're saying is instead of living life, you enjoy watching other people do their thing. Correct. And um, it's crazy how the world has come to that. Like I've got I've got a he'll be seven in a couple of weeks and all he does from the moment that I mean, we, we try to we try to. You know, that's my disclaimer. We try to limit his iPad experience, but and he loves and he's about to start his own YouTube YouTube channel. So that's we said we're going to make him turn it into a business. But that's all he does is watch other people play games. I said, this is what you're doing in here is like watching somebody else play Minecraft or play Roblox. Right. And I'm like, why don't you just play? you have these games? Why don't you just play like, why are you watching this guy? So that is interesting that you say that. And I, and I a hundred percent agree with that. I think people get Maybe too wrapped up in other things. Maybe uh, that's one of the generation Z things of just like some of the, I don't know. Uh, Maybe. I, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's more often than not, we, we we're looking for that enjoyment of watching somebody, even like watching sports. It's like, I'd rather go play basketball than watch a game. If I'm being honest, not to say that we all can do the things that we'd like to watch, but it's just like a, getting in it more of yourself you get so much more of an experience that you'll remember than watching somebody you're going to forget in three hours i'm not i'm not going to let my wife hear this episode because she always is talking <laughs> to me about why well you just watched lebron last night he's on again tonight i'm like yep and every other night he's gonna be on and i'm gonna be watching <laughs> don't think my sixers aren't on in the house either listen i'm still with you i'm just uh, it's just when i see the masses of you don't have moments of things where like i enjoy this every day because this is something that i'm yeah. doing not no, I, yeah. It's work, entertainment, and then that's it. Okay. All right. Well, you passed, man. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> I know those were 
two things you were not prepared for and all of the stuff that I gave you to prepare for today. But let's do this. So do you mind telling us like what kind of money you're making in, in uh, Forex now? Uh, well, the, the blessed part about our opportunity is that uh, we, we are really empowering people to position themselves as their own investors. So like what I'm making on my own personal investment side is totally different from uh, the network marketing income or passive income that we're making from the business. Uh, so for me, uh, there, there's, there's, so it's two different questions. And I don't mind talking about these things because I feel like uh, it should, I hope it inspires somebody else to know that like, yeah, in 2017, the same year that the Falcons uh, lost that Super Bowl to Tom Brady, 28 to three, and then they lost that one. I was in jail during that game. Like that was like, think about that. And it's like, uh, uh, so to start from there um, to now to have, um, we have two accounts that, that we manage that have over six figures in them that we utilize with our products. And we're kind of aiming for just a consistent um, um, consistent amount of uh, pretty much like a monthly return that we can utilize uh, the products and services that we offer to people. We actually use them uh, with our own money because we're all in the investment space. Um, and then from the business, uh, we have, we make about me and my business partner, Michael. I would love you guys should meet Michael. Michael's another incredible dad um, as well. Uh, and he, uh, me and him are uh, bringing about 25K a month uh, from the business that way that we split. Uh, and then oh, I'm nice. able to leverage that into different investment opportunities and platforms. And I'm getting into real estate and e-commerce and these other things as well. Um, so for me, I'm looking to not necessarily have it to be super strong in one area. Uh, something that I got from a friend of both of ours is Nick is uh, creating a bulletproof lifestyle, meaning to where there's no form or there, there's there's I don't have it. I don't have six figures coming in seven streams yet. And until that's the case, uh, there's this my foot will be on the on the gas. But so, so but, but people are looking for you know, moving in that direction, you've got, so you've got what, three streams of income from this, right? You've got two separate investment accounts. And by the way, for those of you guys that are listening in on my defund old school network marketing radio show, uh, you know, we talk about the the four quadrants, right? Being the, the E, the S and the B and the I quadrant. This is one of those scenarios I was talking about where you literally can be in the B the S or the I quadrant all in the same opportunity. And so you're taking advantage of just using Forex and the automated systems that are in play there. And are you doing some manually as well? Uh, yes. Uh, I keep about 80% of my money automated with the software, 20% okay. manual trading um, and, and kind of stick to those guidelines. But when I trade, I trade aggressive because it's like I can push the button. And like, uh, so that, that's kind of my mindset behind it. So, so for those that are not familiar with Forex or, or with the Voyager Prime that you're uh, the company that you're working with. So even if you don't have network marketing or investing experience, and even if you don't have shit ton of cash, excuse my language. Um, and we talked about this beforehand, right? I said, I did it first. <laughs> those of you guys, he was like, are you okay if I cuss on the podcast? I said, and I didn't mean to do it. You brought that out of me. See, I, I, I'll blame that on you. But for those that don't even have a whole bunch of expendable cash, we'll call it expendable cash. You can still make a dent, right? With, with just investing. Uh, yes. And, and the biggest thing is that as long as you have come into everything with the appropriate mindset, like I didn't build six figure accounts in 2021. I didn't build them in 2020. They were began getting built in 2018 into 2019 into where it is that we're on now. So as long as people can come into the right mindset and, and understand that all investing takes time to get to your end destination, as long as uh, you you understand where your end destination is and the resources that you're going to utilize to get there, 
that everything is all right. But uh, oftentimes, sometimes people hear numbers like that. Oh my gosh, Dante did this, or AJ has this, or somebody has this in their account. And they think that that's supposed to be a representation of their experience in their first three weeks uh, utilizing any kind of product or service in the investing space. Uh, it's all a learning process. Like right now, e-commerce and real estate are new to me. So like I'm going through classes, I'm getting exposed, I'm learning. And even though I have money invested, I'm not expecting my return on that money to be tomorrow. I'm understanding that's going to take me time. Well, that's good. That's that's good. Yeah, because I, I think that's the mindset that most people come into things with is like, well, if it's so good, if it works so good, you know, how come I'm not a millionaire today? Right. And so it is a process, but it's a process that you've set in motion for your family. And I love that because it sounds like you're not touching most of it right now. This is for your future. This is for, for your, for your new child, your new uh, relationship, your wedding coming up. And by the way, by the way, you know, be careful. That wedding could end up draining your whole account, man. I, <laughs> I DJed weddings for a long time. I watched people spend a lot of money on those things, but good to know that you've got a nest egg set up for that. Absolutely. When you, um, what's the, let's do this and I'll wrap up here. I just want to give you the flow to uh, the floor to just whatever you want to share with people. But if you were talking to somebody that was trying to build a stream of passive income, whether it was with your company or another company, what are the things that you would encourage them to, to focus on? Obviously you talked about mindset already. What are the things that you're excited about? What are the things that you can impart wisdom on them so that they don't hit some of those same pitfalls that you've been through in the past, but just give it to us, man. Uh, you know, we're, we're happy to have you here and you got a lot to share. So the floor is yours. No doubt, brother. I appreciate the opportunity. And, and what I would share with anybody uh, getting in the passive income space or any of this is uh, it takes like a, a, a renewing of your mind and understanding. Uh, for, for me, I like to, to best people's advice I think I've ever gotten, maybe one or two, uh, is beginning with the end in mind. And so I always try to think about where do I want to end up in all these scenarios uh, for me. Uh, once you make that decision on where it is that you're going, uh, Napoleon Hill calls it like your definite purpose. So like you'll hear that that word often in the space. So it's like once you figure out your goal or what your target is and what it is that you want. So, for example, uh, one of my goals is to create 100 seven figure earners inside of this industry. And uh, for me, so what a goal like that, and this is with any goal. And again, if you're not making your goals big enough for anybody else to see their vision as a part of your part of yours then it's like, what are we really doing? So it's like, for me, I aim, uh, I aim really, really big. And, and I know and I understand that anything that I put it as a true desire of my heart uh, is actually something that can be possible here on this physical earth. And so a lot of times people don't uh, necessarily allow themselves to believe more than what it is that they're currently experiencing. A lot of times you look at your bank account, you see whatever you see in there and it frustrates you or you're not, how am I gonna be a millionaire investor? Let's say your goal is to be up, have 100,000 liquid. That's your first goal. Because um, that was one of my goals at one point in time as well. And if your goal is to have 100,000 liquid, uh, you got to like you have to change who you are to be the kind of person who has $100,000 liquid. And I said something slightly about that earlier, but I want to give some more context to this now. Yeah, um, please do. One of the things that, that truly changed uh, me is, is after I got out of jail, um, it was like a, like a, when I first started trading, some of my first early mentors, they taught me about affirmations and they taught me about how uh, your subconscious mind literally can't tell the difference between a truth and a lie. So you ever met somebody who's lied mm. so much that they believe that they're on a lie? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if we could use those same powers uh, in our own favor, the same, the same as like a, like a placebo effect. 
Uh, so most people know the placebo effect of when like uh, if you were to take a, a medicine, somebody tells you, hey, it's going to cure your headache. They give you the medicine, you take it, your, your headache goes away because you believe that it was going to. But in reality, they give you a sugar pill. And it's like the only thing that changed was your belief in what it is that was going to happen actually caused a physical reaction in, into your actual body. Same thing when like you're uh, like, let's say you're running. Have you ever had a dream where you're running and you sleep and then you wake up sweaty? It's like, why is your body sweating if what was happening was in your mind? And it's like, these are real things though. Like, if you start thinking about right now, a lemon or like squeezing a lemon and tasting it, your mouth's going to salivate. Like, it's like, why does your body have these physical reactions of things that are going on mentally? And it's like, if we can agree that they are, why would we not use that same force in our favor? It's like lying to yourself for a reason. And so for me on a day in and day out basis, uh, I speak and I have like a, in my mornings, my, 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 my sacred time is in my mornings. Um, but in the morning, I always, uh, I write down, I don't, I don't like, you know, some people believe in like a vision board and things like that. I don't believe in a vision board. I believe in a vision environment. Like if you, if I took you downstairs right now in my house, you would see our, all of our walls have our goals all over the walls. And what is it that, that we want? And, and because we're not living right now in a place of comfort, we understand that there's success. The definition of success is it's always a moving target, which is why I make my targets so big so I can enjoy this entire process as I go to them. But for the person that's trying to get their passive income rolling or your investing rolling, you want to tell yourself that you're in whatever position that you're in. Like, let's say uh, for one of my goals is I'm going to be a, 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 what is it, a 10 figure trader. So it's like, uh, as opposed to six, my first goal was a six figure trader. Once that happened, I was like, dude, this works. Like, let's, let's, let's turn it up a notch. Mm -hmm. uh, so for me, uh, I, I speak every morning. I say, hey, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm a, I'm sorry, that I'm a 10 figure trader. I say that to myself every single day to the point to where it's like auto suggested into my own brain. And if you know anything about the word faith, the only way to increase your faith in anything, this is anything. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything spiritual, but to increase your faith in anything is is uh, is, is the term or is through the principle of auto suggestion. And auto suggestion is being able to basically verbally hear these things over and over again to a point to where you actually internalize it and believe it the same way as the liar who believes his actual lie. Because now, once these things are internalized, it's your faith for whatever it is that you want has is at a point to where you're going to take advantage of all the opportunities that are going to help you get there. Doing the work because the work never gets ignored. You're not going to build a business without putting the work in. Even if, if your work's online, if your work's ads, if your work's meeting people in person, if your work is going to work every day, whatever your work is, uh, you're not going to do those things if you don't have a clear picture on what it is that you want and, and your full faith and confidence there. So it's like, for me, I always coach and I always teach people to write your goals in a state as if they're already done. So whatever it is that you want, you write it down in a state as if it's already done. So my goal is to make $100,000. You don't say I want $100,000 because you're basically telling the world that you're always going to want $100,000. Mm -hmm. So if you change how you speak about it, you'll say, hey, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have $100,000 liquid cash. You saying that over and over again is telling the universe what it is that you actually want. And I promise you, watch the changes that will happen around your life. Uh, an activity I gave to my team uh, last year in June, I told them, I said, hey, take 20 minutes and write down 100 things that you're grateful for right now and then 100 things that you want. Uh, so I got this from Steve Harvey, so I ain't going to act like it was mine. Okay. Um, but, uh, he said, write down 100 things that you're grateful for and 100 things that you want and then write them down on physical paper and then just watch what happens after a year and see how many things that go from your want list into your grateful list by you just even writing them down and acknowledging them on paper. So point being is that we have not because we ask not all the time. So it's like most people, we just think that the opportunity is not there for us to make X amount of dollars or X amount of investment or X amount of whatever, as opposed to asking for it and then having the confidence to know that even though you don't see it right 
here today that that thing is already on its way to you. It's a whole it's, it's a it's a real uh, a shift uh, uh, when it comes to, to the mentality thing. And obviously I can go um, just a lot deeper. But if people only realize what it means to just take time in the day to one, be grateful, spend time understanding that, hey, listen, last night somebody went to sleep and they thought they were going to wake up today. They didn't. And they passed in their sleep. You here are alive right now, and your day is not a, a, a guarantee to you. It's not a privilege to you. It's a blessing. And if you treat it that way, you'll realize and you'll see so much more value in the things that are going on because you don't feel like today is old to you. Oh, I just, oh, I, I hate today. Ah, I'm not trying to hear none of that. Like, if you only knew that somebody died in the last 12 hours and they were killed to have your moment of, of awakeness right now, you would have a different perspective on what it is that you're doing. So, it's really a perspective and a mindset shift, and truly just being able to understand and walk into your goals. Otherwise, it's going to be frustration after frustration after frustration, as opposed to faith to faith to faith. And this is what I teach and talk about all the time. Brother, that's real good. That's real good. And here's, you know, I was when I first got into this industry, I was 23 years old when I first started hearing about personal development and all this other stuff. And I can tell you that the thing I can look back on now is every time I've interviewed somebody that's had success these are the things they talk about. Like I gave you the floor just now. You said nothing about how to build a business. You said nothing about, you know, which trades to make. Everything that you said has to do with the mindset. And for most people, they miss that because it's so simple. Everything has to do with the mind. And I love what you've been, you know, what you've, what you've been sharing with us, because for me, that, that's the difference between, you know, getting where you want to go and constantly talking about where you want to go. Right. And so um, I'm very, I'm, I'm glad you put those into words for us. Any last things that you want to share with us? Uh, no, uh, any business building questions. I feel like it's just so easy. Like we can, they should read your book if they want to learn how to build a business online and they want to realize how to do it offline, go ahead and buy one of the old school books. I, I'm, I'm all in on just you can apply mindset things to anything in life. You can apply these things. If I apply them to finding my fiance, how did I find her? I started writing out. I'm so happy and grateful now. I have X, Y, and Z as a wife. And and seven to eight months later, I met the girl of my dreams and we immediately- And she uh, just showed up at your door, huh? Talking about showed up at the door, man. <laughs> it's like, people don't want to, but they don't want to hear that though. Like, I'm sorry, like, I'm, but I knew what kind of person I was looking for. So now all this other noise, I wasn't really taking that stuff serious. No, that, like, that there is something to that, knowing- you know, so you can let the rest of the noise just go by the wayside. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, how? okay, so because I'm sure you're going to get some calls about this or some messages. Uh, how can people listening in, how can they get a hold of you? How can they find out more about what you're doing, follow you, get coached by you, what, what, whatever it is that, you know, they want to do? How can they reach you? Uh, absolutely. Uh, you can reach me on Facebook, uh, Dante J. Lewis, or you can reach me on Instagram as well. Uh, impact underscore underscore Don. I'm very, very active. Um, on both uh, platforms. I usually go live often on Facebook and post a lot of content on Instagram as well. And uh, we can plug you in or I can answer any questions or you have anything um, that you want to just curious about anything about my story that I left out. I'm, I'm pretty much an open book. I believe in a humble, open and transparent lifestyle, a hot lifestyle, um, because I feel like that's what really has connected and allow uh, our team to be able to grow like it is, is being real with people, being honest about where it is that we're at, about our failures, about our wins. And I think that that truly is the highest form of connection is when you can just be real with somebody and put it all on the table. Mm, man, I hey, listen, I appreciate you being on the show because I know you got a lot of things going on. And uh, I've been looking forward to this episode ever since we, we first got it onto the calendar. And you did not disappoint my brother. I appreciate you and everything that you do. 
you are an inspiration to me as a 41 year old looking at a 26 year old just crushing the game i wish i had your mindset when i was at your age so you are very inspirational to me and so many others um best best of blessings to you and your fiance and of course uh keep doing the thing man we'll we'll love to see you inside of our groups and guys if you're listening into this, this podcast episode uh you know what to do next subscribe share send it to whomever you want comment do whatever you got to do but most importantly make a change make an impact in whatever it is that you're doing this is the end of the episode we'll see you next time peace Hey guys, it's Aaron here again. Thanks for listening into the show today. If you like today's episode, please let us know. Hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on our new episodes. Leave us a comment or a review. We love all of your feedback. And most importantly, come introduce yourself inside of our free online community at impactdadsgroup.com.